daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I'm your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me are my stalwart adventurers playing Quest of Delir. We have Sam Capic. Proficient at unaliving people. Playing Stigander Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor. Working on expertise. <laughs> and playing Yorana Rabern, we have Savannah Merritt. She's just happy to be there to support her friends. <laughs> Last week, we had quite the harrowing experience in the Cackling Chasm. As our wonderful adventurers explored the room that they fell into, they discovered a group of four gnolls that were worshipping at an altar. Worshipping being a loose term, they were eyeing the goat's head that had been sacrificed contemplating whether or not there was enough flesh on there to consume. These starving gnolls didn't immediately attack our adventurers, instead offering them an alternative. Kill, quote-unquote, Fang, and they would be free to go. It was a win-win situation for the gnolls, as if they killed... If they killed this Fang, then... The gnolls would be free of him if they kill. If they died in the process, they would have food. So our adventurers set out along the edge of a massive crevasse, a deep hole in the earth. And after many slips and slides from Yora, especially, and many harrowing close calls, they made it to the end and found, well, they made it to the end of that portion and found a small tunnel. What's in that tunnel, you ask? Why, the cavern. What's in that cavern, you may wonder? Well, it was none other than this Fang himself, a white-haired gnoll. Fang being the term that the other gnolls used for a gnoll Fang of Yunogu, the god of ruin and the father of all gnolls. So, we had quite the fight on our hands, where unexpectedly, though I should come to expect it at this point, Fwester slid around behind the critter and stabbed it to death with a log. A flaming log. A flaming log, that's true. From the, the gnoll monster's own cooking fire. After which, they stopped for a short rest. Fwester noticed the newly beheaded corpse of this nasty monster begin to twitch. And before he could get it thrown into the fire or, or into the chasm, a horrifying gore-covered head of a new knoll monstrosity burst from its chest. That's where we left our our adventurers in front of this horror with a squelching noise and the crackling of bones the long arms 
of this knoll surface from around its neck as it pushes its head out of this impossible space that it could it could not have possibly resided in uh, and it pulls its lean monstrous body out of the freshly eviscerated corpse of the old knoll it stops for a second and then turns towards you it's black obsidian like fur matted to its body with fresh gore and it opens its mouth in a snarl what do you guys do I don't like it very much yeah only we're allowed to not die (laughs) a guttural growl issues from this thing and it says you think you can just kill one of my chosen and I would not have something to say about it we kind of lived under that assumption yes but I'm here to listen now I am the Lord of Ruin, a creature of pure destruction and entropy. I will eviscerate you and feed my nose. Uh, and it lets out a cackle. And you guys are in initiative. As the aspect of Yanogu charges into battle. Are we ready to poop ourselves yet? Uh, so we've got a readjusted kind of battlefield here. All right. Aspect of Yunogu's up there. You guys are around the fire. Okay. Do we reroll initiative? My man has probably been like an animal. Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Oh, yikes. Six. It's going to be five. 16 from Quester. <laughs> I thought I was going to be going last. Nope. Boy, am I glad Maybe Yora and Stag were, were still bandaging his hand and looking at it. So that's why when all this happened, we were caught with yeah. our heads up our asses. We have Quester got a 16, you said? Uh, what about the other two? What'd you guys get? Six and five. Wow. Not a good time. Not a good time. The aspect of Yonogu got a dirty 20. No. Uh, (laughs) This is a... Oh, crap. A large creature roughly the size of an ogre. Uh, it has been steadily growing in size since it emerged from the chest of its chosen. Uh, and as the blood sizzles off of its body, it evaporating into the air with the smell of burning copper. It unfurls its long sickle-like claws from its hands and opens up its maw in a cackle of rage and moves in. Uh, it is going That's a very strange phrase. Cackle of rage. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. 
something that only <laughs> you could only imagine a hyena doing. <laughs> it is going to attack with its claws. Let's see if it hits. Boom. You. Stag. That's a dirty 20 to hit. Yeah. Uh, Make a wisdom saving throw. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, that's not bad. 18. Oh, man. That was lucky. So it is going to deal uh, 13 uh, slashing damage. Okay. And you're going to feel as as these defiled claws sweep across your chest. Uh, you're going to feel a an insatiable anger and blood uh, rage well up inside your body. It's gonna feel like your it's gonna feel like your bare aspect wants to rip its way out of your body and be free. Oh no, I don't want that at all. It is... You manage just barely to regain control of your two spirits. It is going... The aspect of Yonogu is going to growl out of its uh, its too large mouth. That's that picture, if you look in the journal. That second one with its way too big of mouth and gaping maw. That's what you're dealing with right now. Minus the flail. That mouth, it it's just too big. It's just too big. Like, it it looks like a, a Glasgow smile. Like, it's cut from yeah. like a mouth, cut from ear to ear. Very Attack on Titan-ish. Yeah, it's not uh, even like... It's not even like it's got a long snout where it would make doesn't. sense. It doesn't. It's just got a... Too much mouth. So... To give our listeners a description here, what they're looking at is a 10-foot tall uh, amalgamation of humans and hyenas. Uh, Not even fully, like, not even gnoll-like, really. Uh, It's got a a, uh, square head, a a deep humpback, uh, black glistening fur weird kind of knobby protrusions coming out of its skin uh, and a mouth that is far too wide and open and filled with fangs for it to be anatomically correct. Uh, and that mouth is dripping with with nasty poisonous fluid that sizzles as it hits the ground. Think like if a mammal could unhinge its jaw like a snake does. Yeah, and then fill that extra space with more teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the aspect of Yonogu is going to look at you, look at its claws, look back at you, and prep itself for another attack. Uh, Fwester, you're up. All right, so I imagine it's adjacent to Stag at this point. Yeah, it's exactly exactly where it, it's right, right up on him. All right. Well, Fluster, 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 good lord. Fluster. He's a little fluster. <laughs> uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 feet to flank this creature. Okay. And do I get advantage for this flank as I 
whack yeah, of attack. course you do. Excellent. Uh, first up, I'm going to slice into it with cold omen. Okay. Uh, that is going to be uh, with it a twenty-five. A twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five to hit. That is a hit. That is what we like to hear. And then damage. We're looking at six, seven, eight, nine. 16, uh, 20 cold damage. Okay, so you're going to slice into the back of this thing's calf, like backhanded it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the blade seems to cut into the back of this thing's leg like a hot knife on butter. And it turns, it, it lets out like this kind of, this kind of startled, angry yelp. And it will turn and look at you for a second and say, He carries a devil's blade. And then you are you are free to continue your action. Oh, is that the case? wonder how this one feels. And then he will attack with his rapier. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that'll be... Plus we'll some dammies. For a total of 14 piercing damage as he tries to lunge it through this thing's knee. Wow. To immobilize uh, his bad boy. How much did Cold Omen do? Uh, Cold Omen did... Fuck. Uh, I think it was 20? It was 20. Yeah. That sounds right to me. It's not going to seem nearly as... as, as Perturbed. It's not going to seem, yeah, nearly as perturbed by your rapier as it is by Cold Omen. It is upsetticus about Cold Omen, for sure. Oh, boy. It is going to use a legendary action. Oh, oh fuck off. Uh, it, can all, it can only do specific stuff. Uh, it is going to club you with the back of its hand. Um, Try me, bitch. Oh. Uh, 19. That hits. It hits. Okay. What was that O about? It rolled super low, but it has a super high to hit. So. Oh, good. Right. good. Good, 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 good. Uh, that is five bludgeoning damage. I'll take five. Uh, you need to make a strength saving throw. All right. Because he's bigger than Three. us. Okay, you're just knocked prone. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you're just knocked, bro. Uh, that is Yora, I believe. Wester, that's your turn, right? Okay, Yora, you're up. So which of these walls has the tapestries that you were talking about? Uh, that back wall right around this area. Gorgeous. Okay, so I am going to move to this back wall and use, if you'll let me, a bonus or a free action to tear down the tapestry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so then um, I'm going to use, so that was 10 feet, so then I will move back up to be near, to be within range of uh, the boy, and then use my actual action to cast Bless on everybody. To Uh. say... Uh, I hold my holy symbol aloft. In one arm, I've got the tapestry. In the other arm, I've got 
the holy symbol and I say, uh, Moon Mother, Moon Mother protect, protect us from, from this fiend, fiend. Um, and cast Bless on us all. So we all have 1d4 on attack and saving throws until the spell ends. Cool. That is helpful. Yes, it is. Especially with what's about to happen. No. Um, nothing's about to happen. It's going to be fine. When it cries and runs away, it'll be helpful for us. Yeah, for sure. Stag, you're up. Oh. You are caught we're... between a rock and a hard place right now. <laughs> well, since we're doing stupid things uh, against this guy, he's going to he's going to say, is, is this what you want? And get down on all fours and start his <gasps> bear transformation. Oh, shit. Honestly, he's going to need it. <laughs> like, that, that, was, that was clutch. Uh, that takes a whole turn, so you'll finish your your transformation on your next turn. Cool. Cool. It is initiative one, or initiative zero, really. Okay. That is the aspect. Uh, the aspect is going to see the transformation begin with Steg uh, and make an attack with those claws. Come at me. A 23 to hit. He came a little too hard. <laughs> uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Can do. 1d4. Plus 1d4. That would be helpful. 19. Oh, you are you are absolutely saving everyone's <laughs> bacon with these wisdom saving throws. <laughs> like right now. Oh, uh, I imagine if I fail, it's going to be bad. Um, everybody, it's gonna be everybody bad. in the room, as you're as he's transforming, you see two ghostly aspects: one of Stag down on his hands and knees, and the other a dire bear. Uh, divide like in a spiritual like pulling, like tug of war contest, and then smash back into the body. Stag, you're only gonna take uh, nine damage. Slash. kind? Okay. I'm not the only one. Inside of you are are two bears. One is Stag, <laughs> and the other is a tire bear, trying to escape. <laughs> He's going to uh, make an attack against Fuesti. All right. Okay. Uh, he, can't, he can't use that, that specific claw attack. That is a 15 to hit. Uh, just meet it. Okay. Uh, do a constitution saving throw. Okay. With 1d4. Uh, with 1d4. Gotta make sure to use that. Uh, we're looking at 16. 16? Meets it, beats it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> definition of this turn, I guess. Uh, yeah. So it's going to swipe backwards at you with its other claw. Uh, it had, it was hitting him with the left claw. It's swiping back- backward at you with its right claw. And you are going to take 14 slashing damage. I'm going to take 7. Okay. Evasion? <laughs> yep. Yep. 7. Final offer. <laughs> And as it, as you manage to like, you like juke and get out of the way, but one of those claws like razor sharp and just 
absolutely just dripping with some kind of horrible ichor from beyond from beyond the planes of chaos and shit. Uh, slashes down across your across your back as you kind of do a spin move to get out of the way. And you can feel a familiar cold sensation running from it and realize that you just narrowly avoided being paralyzed. Oh. And that is Fwester's turn. Alright, you got a little fight in ya. But he's gonna he's gonna dip back in and go in with Cold Omen once again. Since uh, he's clearly not a fan uh, fan of this. Let's see, 21? Will hit. Alright, and I do my sneak attack with it. Four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, sixteen, seventy eight to nineteen. Twenty-three cold damage from Cold Omen. Okay. And then once again with the rapier. Good old fashioned one-two punch. Get him. Getting him. The old whip zippity pop. Uh, only, uh, only a twelve. A twelve to hit. That's yeah. a miss. Ah, nuts. So close. And that is Yora. Yes. Unless Fuster's no. I'm good. Oh, that was my Fuster. action bonus action. Okay. So Yora, what is like this this Wolfie Boy's momentum right now? You know, he's slashing around, he's making all these movements. What he's got in his, his moment is he doing? He's got his feet like firmly planted on the ground and is and is pivoting to attack from both sides. Okay. He technically right now has his back to you. Ooh, uh, well, that's, that's nice. So uh, Yora is going to use her bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. Right. The Rod of Four Moons appears behind, behind the Beastie Boy and takes a swing at him. Okay. Ah! Oh, that's going to be a 24. That'll hit. Um, it's just to hit. a plus five to hit. <laughs> it's a maze! Um, so as it's whacking him, so it's going to do 1d8 plus force, or plus my spell casting modifier. Ooh, that's not good. So that's only a three damage. But as he, it's force damage. So as he's taking the force damage forward, Yora, as her action, is going to take the tapestry and like do a run, jump, wrap it around his face and pull him down to the ground. All right, if do she an can. acrobatics check for me. I would love to do an acrobatics check for you. Come on, come on. That is a 17. Okay. Uh, you managed to wrap that tapestry around his head uh, now to to do anything else with it would be a would be a grapple check so you're going to have to go strength to strength with him okay oh, cool, cool, cool. Ooh, that'll be interesting you got it you got bless that's only on attack attack and saves uh. okay strength mm-hmm that is a 15. 28. 
Oh. 15 is this dude's modifier, I'm sure. <laughs> That's lame. Fucking hell. Uh, so you start to... You're up on him, and you start to wrap it around his his face. Start to try to pull him over backwards. He bucks forward and drops you on the ground at his feet. You are prone. Oh, no. Is the tapestry still wrapped around his head, though? Uh, I, I mean, it's on around his shoulders. Like, he's not oh. blinded or anything like that. No. No. This is an aspect of Yanogu, yo. <laughs> this is some troll. You said it was the size of an ogre, so I assumed it was yeah. just a troll. He's not dumb. <laughs> uh, you gotta be like that. That is a Stigander Erlingson. You finish your transformation into what? Full bear? Full bear. Full bear. We're going full bore as full bear. And that's a, a nat 20 for a bite. I was going to go. Wow. I thought about going up for the face if it was blinded, but it's just at the leg that uh, Fwester's been. Sure. Been wailing on. So uh, which one? Hold on. There it is. Okay. So 24 plus. 35 damage from the bite damage. Okay. That definitely does it. Uh, make a con save for me. Why? That's 1d4. Math is hard. Why you give me extra dice? Fuck. <laughs> uh, 29. 29? Yeah. Is your save? Yeah. Okay, you're only going to take a d4. Uh, so you'll take four acid damage to the mouth. Ow. As you bite down on this on on this creature's flesh, uh, the blood itself in his veins seems to be boiling. Ooh, uh, that's gonna be and, it, and it burns uh, your uh, it burns your mouth. And you do the hush 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 and that prevents it from that prevents it from really hurting you. So you just <laughs> You just get mouth oochies. <laughs> just get a little, like, the burn on the roof of your mouth that's super annoying. Uh-huh. Ah, Anything else? Yeah, I got some claws, too. Oh, get some claws going. How about a 18 to hit? That'll hit. Oh, sweet. He's not heavily armored. Well, he's... He's a big he's an aspect of a demon. So <laughs> <a> big naked hyena. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> He's just real juicy. Uh, Seventeen with the claws. I'm still going after that same leg. Okay. You just but kinda... that one was like the hamstring. Yeah, you're just, just gonna... you're just trying to scrabble into this thing before it can get some meat out of you. Yeah. Work my way up the leg. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna go for an arm probably next. Uh, That's all right. I can do. Okay. Uh, initiative zero. Okay. It is going to slash out with that left hand with that left-handed claw at uh, Steg. Yay. That's a dirty twenty. It just assume it's gonna hit. Okay. 
<laughs> My AC as a bear is 10. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's going to hit every time. Yeah. So it has a plus unless 9 he, to hit. Unless he crit fails. Yeah, it has a plus 9 to hit. So, like all, he could, all he could do is crit fail. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Make a wisdom save for me. Oh, oh, 1d4. Oh, thank you, 1d4. 15. That is a fail. Nuh-uh. This, this thing slashes down at you and catches catches the bear on the top of its back and rakes those claws down your side, slashing you open. Stag, you feel yourself suddenly almost being pulled away from reality and that that bloodthirsty rage begins to build up inside of you and Stag you find yourself laying on the ground of the cave uh, and when you look up you see an enraged bear in front of you and it is letting go of the aspect of Yanogu and turning towards Yora. I have taken Stag's bear form as my own. And then it's going to attack Fluster. Oh, such a passing thought. <laughs> 18 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. And I'll take uh, half make a Make a con save. Uh, that's going to be a 16. Meets it, beats it. Oh. Uh, you're going to take 15 slashing damage. So half that. I'm going to take eight. Eight. Yep. Uh, as you're just, you're just dodging and rolling and moving and, and, and trying not to get absolutely fucked. Zip zap the yoinks. Yora, you're up. Wait a minute. Oh no, it's Buster's turn. I'm sorry. It's the boy. I'm sorry. It's the boy. It's the boy. I'm I'm gonna start doing some uh, Dex Boy stuff here. Ooh, Time to do Dex Boy. That's that's when you shine. Yeah. So yeah, is the cloth really still is. around this guy's shoulders? Uh yeah, it's still on his shoulders. Okay. So I would like to jump up onto his back and grab onto that cloth as like a handle and he stands on this aspect's back. Okay. And I'm guessing that's an acrobatics. acrobatics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is going to be a 24. That, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Whatever you oh. want, man. <laughs> And then while he is up there, you know, creature surfing, holding on to this cloth, he is going to take Cold Omen, and then with his weight, just drive it down into this thing's cranium. Oh, shit. Attack. Make an attack at advantage. Oh, boy. Get up. Which get means up, you also get sneak attack. That's right. And that's a get attack plus one d4 to attack. So that's going to be a 37 plus a d4. <laughs> 37 to or hit? a 41 to hit. That's called a crit, baby. What the fuck? That's Did like just extra crit? special crit. I crit, I have a plus seven, and then I rolled a four on the d4. 
Max so, die. Love it. 41 to hit. Holy shit! Holy shit! Wester wants this thing dead. So I assume that uh, I get max D8 plus an extra 18. Yeah. So 26. 26. Plus the other three. And the D8. Plus, yeah. And the D8. So 26, 34, 38, 39, 40. For 40 cold damage. Fluster, how do you want to do this, buddy? So, as this creature is standing over Yora and face to face with Stag and this bear, Fwester is holding on to this tapestry around its neck, uh, one-handed like a cowboy would hold reins, and he mm -hmm. brings Cold Omen up high over his head and just throws his body forwards as this icy dagger cracks into this creature's skull and it falls to the side. Uh, so you're going to drive that that knife into its skull, and it's going to shriek so loud that you can almost feel it, like, inside you. You're... It, it begins to dissolve beneath you, falling apart, its skin and, and flesh sloughing off of a skeleton, and falls to the ground in a pile of acidic goop. For an aspect, you sure were a pushover. As it's falling, you can see the you can see the uh, malignant coal red of its eyes turn to you and say, I will remember you. And and then it bubbles into a pile of bone and ichor on the ground. Holy shit. I'm gonna give you an inspiration for that. That was God, fucking damn. wild. <laughs> that was delicious. He was about to end y'all's careers. God, when Foyster I was, was in, done with I was the mentally fight, preparing. I was mentally preparing for a for like a TPK. But you you got those last forty points in one round. When Foyster is fed up with a fight, he's like, "All right, how do I not fight anymore?" It was about to <laughs> it was about to bite Yora, uh, which is teeth do an extra four D ten psychic damage. What? And and if you don't pass a constitution saving throw, it it gives you a level of exhaustion. This is the <laughs> thing that we were afraid of last session, wasn't it? No, no, the flind the flind wields the uh, the powers of Yanogu that uh, occur naturally. Mm. This is the aspect of Yanogu, so it's in his claws and his teeth instead of the heads of a a flail. Right. So when you said you weren't gonna expose us to a flind, you lied. Oh, yeah, flind exposed us to the actual aspect. A flind would have whooped y'all's asses. Apparently, this one was on the verge of it. Yeah. Yeah, he was about to he was about to end y'all's careers, but a flind has an eighteen AC. And the aspect of Yanogu is a challenge rating nine. And we're level five, Mike. And the I know, so it's just a little bit harder, but the flind is a challenge rating twelve. So, like, it's chill. <laughs> you didn't have to fight the god. Yanogu is a challenge rating thirty. <laughs> No, we're not going to fight the actual god. <laughs> we would absolutely rip you guys apart. I do not think we are out of the woods yet. There is still a very No, there's bear a bear. Right there. 
the fact that uh, stag and bear. What's going are on with one. that? Oh, because that feels like it could be a problem. Yeah, it could be, huh? I'm gonna need you to make an opposed wisdom say or opposed wisdom check with me. <laughs> my actually, my plan was to do like a battle of wits and a battle of strength at the same time, like wrestle the bear. <laughs> oh, you're you're an astral aspect. Oh. You're see through. They can, they don't see you. Oh, oh. You have been literally pushed out of your corporeal form, body. Let's go twenty one. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> uh, wow. You guys are beating these by ones. Like by 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 the skin of your teeth. So Yora, this thing bubbles apart in front of you. It just lets off this horrifying stench of like decay and and burning fluids and, and just icky, yucky, like a an acrid smell that makes you almost want to gag. It's the I putrid scent. Yeah, it's Ugh. it's the putrid scent of ruin. And as this is falling apart, and and Fwester is nimbly jumping out of the way to avoid getting any of the gross on him, the the enraged dire bear that has become Stag charges you. I, I feel like Yora's face is like, oh, Stag, we fucking did it, dude. Um, and then she realizes what's happening. Do I do I act? Am I am I being given an action right you now? You are first. Oh, in the combat. I'm, oh, <laughs> no. Shoot. What can I do? Is that a dumb idea? I mean, why not? Yora, seeing this, is going to kind of uh, get as far away from the bear as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, she's going to be backing up, and she's going to cast Blindness Deafness on it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just, just shut, 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 shut the bear down. <laughs> Did uh, you try turning Steg off and on again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, make, um, make your rolls. Read him the spell so that he can make the appropriate rolls. Am I you rolling can, this? Oh. You can blind oh, no. or death him. Yeah, you can okay. actually. I'm gonna make you do it. Oh no. <laughs> Your failings are your own, sir. <laughs> you, um, you can blind or deafen a foe. Choose one creature that you see within range to make a constitution saving throw. If it <sighs> fails, the target is either blinded or deafened for duration. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make a constitution saving throw. On a success, the spell ends. I'm sure that your con is crazy high, but... Are you choosing deafness or blindness? Blindness, because Yora has a plan for um, 
for after that involves words. Okay. Roll the con save. Bad. But it's still got, what is it, bless on it? Yeah, you get a 1d4. Yep. It's only a 10 so far. <gasps> 11. Ah! Oh, wow. Oh. Weird situation. Oh. We're so hyped for failing. You're failing. Oh. check. You are blinded. Or, oh, well, I'm, wow. I'm blinded. <laughs> okay, and then. I roll dice and decide that Mike is blinded. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the turns have tabled uh, for my bonus or free action or whatever. Yours going to go stag. Come back to us. I know you're in there somewhere and try and reach him to, you know, give him props, give him support and whatever mental struggle is happening. Stag. Hmm. As soon as the bear is blinded, you find yourself in a pitch black space. Across from you is a rage filled bear. Uh, the aspect that you spoke to out on the frozen lake. Uh, and it is doing pitched battle with the pure aspect of a demonic hyena. Uh, and it is losing. Oh, shit. Can I... Can I intervene? Yeah. You don't have weapons or anything. What do you want to do? You're in your own... I mean, I'm... Alright, can I interact with these aspects as if they're physical? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, like... Is it on a on its back, on all fours, it's just, just having a bad time. They're head-to-head head right now, but you can see that the de- the demonic-looking hyena is much less injured than your polar bear friend, your polar bear aspect. The flesh is hanging loose off of the polar bear. It's covered in ragged wounds. Uh, you could see it's it's losing its fight. Okay. I can't. Oh. Tell me if I can do this. Okay. Can I, like, merge our aspects of Stag and Bear? And you are give separate. Him... You are separate entities right now. Okay. At least it's basically to a, a, a three-way battle going on in the head. Okay. As you're kind of deciding what to do. The, the demonic hyena kisses out to you. Do you not wish to be free, Stegander Erlingsen, of this curse that has been laid upon you? Not by you. I am your salvation, Stegander. I will kill your curse, drive it from your veins. You are an abomination. You are no one's salvation. With a roar, the bear swipes across the the hyena's face. We are kindred spirits, Stigander Erlingsen. You are me as much as I am you. Remember, 
We are the same. There is no curse. I'm going to... Can I reach him in one turn of movement? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when I come up from behind the polar bear, mm-hmm. use its back as a uh, bouncing board. Okay. And jump onto the the nasty hyena and try and grapple it. Okay. Do an opposed strength check for me. Okay. Natural twenty. Two. <laughs> Wait. Thirty-nine total. If you. Oh. <laughs> Does my is my rage still active? No, none of that stuff exists here. Okay, it's then your raw, it's your raw. You want, I rolled that with advantage because that's what I get with rage. Do you want me to re-roll it? The other was a fourteen. Plus, you still pass. You just don't get an add twenty. That's fine. I'm cool with that. You still pass. We'll just take the the lower one. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, that. I mean, it does it beat a two? <laughs> I can re-roll just to it's be sure. Stag, <laughs> you you drive this thing's head down into the velvety blackness that is the floor of wherever you are. And you have a choice to make. Do you you can purge, you can allow this creature to kill off the bear spirit. Now that you're in control of the situation and be free of your lycanthropy forever. You can choose to allow fate to decide and have them continue fighting, or you can fight with the bear spirit and accept who you have become. The only one in charge of my fate is me. And I'm going to attempt to. Can can you break a hyena's neck? I don't know. Sure. Do roll me a strength check, an athletics check. They've got spinal columns. <laughs> they got neckos. That's a twenty-three. With Wait. a resounding. Oh. Wait. Twenty-five. With a resounding crack that echoes throughout this hollow space, you break the hyena's neck, and it goes limp. Its whispered intonations disappear, and you are standing before the bear spirit. What do we do now? How do we proceed? You have chosen a difficult road, but I am grateful. I don't think I've ever done anything easy. To the north, there is an enclave. You will find more your kind. 
and answers for the questions that you have. I am with you now and forever, Stigander Erlingson. We are one. And you return to consciousness in the cave as Stigander Erlingson, not the bear. As for everybody else, you you blinded this bear uh, and it toppled against the cave wall and lay still. And then slowly began to change back. But in the middle, you could see it began to falter into more canine-like aspects. Like it was it was shifting between almost like the aspect of Yonogu that you just fought, the bear, and Stigander. And finally it transforms back into Steg. That motherfucker was trying to possess me. Yeah, you uh oh, bastard. <laughs> I don't know what you expected to happen. It's like, yeah, sure, I wouldn't be a lycanthrope anymore, but I so oh, I I don't know, I guess being possessed by the demon hyena god is couldn't be so bad. <laughs> be kinda <laughs> cool. I being guess possessed in general kinda sucks. Uh kinda sucks, Stag, if I can be frank. Ah. Uh, and it seems I've made the right choice. I'd be tempted to agree so, what happened. Yeah. A hyena and a polar bear were in pitched battle in a dark void. The hyena spoke with venom, offering things that were too good to be true. So, I got rid of it. Just that easy, huh? Hmm. Not particularly, but... I don't think I've ever done anything easy. (laughs) I'm just glad you're back. I mean, when you... When Bear Gander was, uh, was going to attack us, I mean... I didn't know what to do. I it's that's never happened before. I'm just glad you're back. Uh, I'm glad to be rid of that demon thing. The sounds of Noel cackling echo throughout the chamber. I... Uh, and a group of gnolls comes in, bristling with weaponry. But they then take in the absolute devastation that happened in this room. Both the the eviscerated corpse that's been matched flat in combat and the remains of the aspect of Yonogu. And the, the healthier, larger... Noel steps forward that she made the deal with earlier and says you killed the thing we did well done 
you free to leave. I think we will. Watch, I'll just walk past him. I'm tired. Uh to want to go home. <laughs> where where do you guys you are no longer going to be attacked by by the by the gnolls. So I'm going to free up all this space for you guys to look at it. You guys are free to move about. Oh. Where would uh, an you can be? Yeah. Can... Um, excuse me. You Before are... we go. So sorry. How do we get out of here? Mm. Through a sleeping cave. Through sleeping cave. So there's a there's the entrance right here, and there's the entrance up here. That's that's also a way out of this room. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the icicle. Mm-hmm. There is a small tunnel right here and a small tunnel right here. And then there's this room over here. And this one, obviously. So you guys and... can walk out here and go this way. You don't have to like do any checks to get around this huge icicle right here. All right. Yeah. I believe we'll so that. it's just like right over here. That sounds, uh, I mean, I love a nice sleeping cave. We'll go check it out. Thanks. They seem to be headed back to where they were before. How many, enter, how many are there? Those four showed up this time. Okay. As you enter the sleeping cave, uh, the strong scent of dirty fur fills this dark 10-foot-high cave. The stone floor has deep ridges where hundreds of clawed feet have scratched it. Uh, gaunt and shivering knolls hutter around a, sputter- a sputtering fire cackling incessantly. Uh, this is 12 knolls. Ah. Well, hi. I'm going they, to adjust they to the... Okay. I'm going to adjust the, the head of the fang. the Well, the first head. Mm-hmm. So that it's more easily visible. Uh, Just in they case seem, they get any funny ideas. They te- they seem entirely preoccupied with staying warm. Oh, good. Uh, they seem to be starving to death. God, this fang was kind of a bad leader, huh? Yeah, I can say that again. Was there any food on the cooking fire? Not the one they're huddled around. There was fish on the one in the other chamber. Oh, I didn't grab it. Oh, well. I was going to extend some kindness to Knowles, but then I realized what I was about to do. (laughs) And thought better of it. It was a nice thought. We had a cordial agreement, that is all. (laughs) Didn't that one say something about a prisoner? Mm Mm-hmm. He did. 
Is that a cage that I see over there? I can uh, go. Uh, check it you out. guys can go investigate that if you want. Yes, sure. I think we would. Yeah, I would love to. Yora will peek around the door because she's not she's not willing to make those acrobatics checks at the moment. <laughs> Give me one second. Yeah, Foyster's a little too beat up to do anything flashy at the moment. Yeah, Steg's kind of preoccupied with uh, everything that just happened. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would say so. This is a bit rough. Okay, so you guys, someone's going to approach the uh, the cage? I can Okay. He is good talkie boy. And also good lock picker. That's true. So you head towards out, you head out that tunnel and find that cage. Uh, situated atop the ledge is a cage made of thick timber beams with a bolted iron door and iron fittings. The cage is five feet on a side and seven feet tall. Inside it, a male human in hide armor paces back and forth. His murderous eyes locked onto any sort of movement he notices, and he clutches a javelin made of black crystalline substance. A black crystalline substance. The skin on his hands and face are black from frostbite, and his lips are chapped and bleeding from the cold. Oh my. Oh well. Yoinks. Well, hey there. What, what brings you here? Uh, as soon as you step close to the cage, uh, he breaks from his pacing and tries to reach out and grab you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, an 18. Okay. He, he, you managed to like dodge back just in time as, as this horrible, the horrible stench of rotting flesh emanates from this creature. And it seems to be babbling and and it, like an incessant, incoherent uh, jargon as it tries to basically murder you from inside that cage. Yor, any idea what this is? Yor uh, um, will walk out onto the ledge and get closer. Can I make, trying to think what sort of check this could be. Mm -hmm. um, I guess just a, like a history check, thinking back to various versions of Undead that I had researched for my family. Sure. Amazing. Uh, do a history check. That is a 13. Okay. The, he's definitely not undead. Oh. He's definitely alive. You can, just by looking at him, you can tell that he's not a, 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 like a zombie or anything like that. Mm. Um, this looks like an insane human. 
Just the dude who lost his marbles? Mm-hmm. Covered in frostbite, which has gone gangrenous. Wow. And oh. clutching that crazy spear with his with a death grip. Can I tell whether or not he can live? Uh, do a medicine check for me. Okay. Uh, that is like also... a 13. He's not in good shape. This poor man needs medical attention. He's he's gonna die. Are you willing to give it? If uh if y'all can keep him from getting me, I can I can do something I can do something for him. At the very least make his passing tolerable. Well, that spear has caught my interest, and I feel like it stands out a little too much to be nothing, right? You can both agree with me here. Mm-hmm. All right. The cool spear. Uh, and Stag, do you want no way to live? No. So, Stag, if I open the door, will you be willing to, to apprehend this man? Mm-hmm. All right. On your cue. All right. Uh, Fwester will get ready at the door with his lockpicks. And then subsequent providing okay. guidance. I imagine the he's like reaching through the bars, and I'm just like slapping his hands out of the way. Like, nope, stop it. No, let him let him open the door. Actually, yeah, stop just, it. Just grab <laughs> his hands. <laughs> grab his hands and keep both of his hands out of the cage, so that Yorick can. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna pull him up against the uh, the door, so that he doesn't really he's, have. He's trying. He's trying fruitlessly to stab through with. That spear. Yora will will place one hand on a, a frostbitten gangrenous hand, and then the other one on his face. Um, on the door, by the way. Okay. The door swings and, uh, open. Twenty six to hold him back. Um, oh, okay. Beautiful. As he as he as the door swings open. He tries to charge out of the door, attacking first Stag, then Fwester, then Yora in vain. Uh, and at one point, he he stabs at Yora with that spear, and it buries it in the wall. He, has, he is crazy strong. Uh, do an opposed athletic check for me, Stag. Oh, another? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time for a true for a true grapple. True, okay. Can I assist in like grabbing this man? Sure, just like dive for his knees. Yeah. <laughs> 25. Okay. 23. Oh, wow. Wow. How uh, uh, so, how is he so yeah, strong? So he's trying to like now that he's lost his spear, he's trying to he's trying to uh, just throttle you uh, and you're barely holding it back you're like what the hell <laughs> what in the nine hells and yeah and Fwester tackles into his legs to try to keep him from getting uh, purchase Steg you can see an odd ring on his finger 
beneath the uh, cracked flesh of the hand that's reaching for your eyeballs. Do I recognize the ring at all? Uh, no. No, you don't. What's uh, what's it made of? Does it look like a signet ring, a family crest, a wedding uh, band? You can make a... It's it's just like a silverish ring. Oh, okay. Scuffed and marred by being out in the wild. Not going to do anything about it yet. Your uh, would you consider? No, I'll just go ahead. So the uh, the the boys are are struggling to take or to are holding it all together, um, and Yora is going to take the man's shoulders and push him down to the ground, so that he's like okay. up against the wall. The boys, Fwester's on his legs. Uh, Stag has his arms and Yora will cast will grab his face and say Moon Mother lend your strength to this one who was put against forces that destroyed him um, and cast cure wounds on him hoping to do something The your healing magic courses out, uh, and he lets out a guttural scream. His body begins to turn blue, and then black, and then crumble and fall apart. What? That's never happened. That's a dusty. Your, uh, <laughs> uh, was that the right spell? Are you Thought? sure you cast a healing spell? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's uh, going to happen to me if I keep dying? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that was. Um, and yours, like, going to pick up some of the dust and, like, have it fall through her hands. I don't yeah. know what this is. That, that, <laughs> maybe maybe he was maybe he was like a follower of Shar and say Loon said fuck you I don't I don't know what that was <laughs> <laughs> oh now Shar's here great great <laughs> Great. We've had enough gods in this cave for one day. There are so many other caves out there for gods to hang out in. Okay. You so all chose you this one. Why do they choose what all the caves that we go in? Well, yeah, I why, we should what, check what are out we gonna... that gnarly spear. Yeah, okay. I'll take a look at that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ring since... Assuming it survived. It did. It did. So we'll do... Fwester's first. Uh, it appears to be a javelin, but the head where the metal would be for the javelin is instead made of the same material that makes up 
cold omen. Ooh. He got double pokies. Seems to be the same thing (laughs) that my knife is. And he'll be like rotating Mm -hmm. it around and looking at it. It's malignantly cold. And if you lay a finger on it, it 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 hurts. It hurts you. Unlike cold, unlike cold omen, this does not seem to be a weapon that wants to be in your hands at all. <laughs> hmm. Glad to see my nerves still work, but I don't think uh, the spear wants me. Well, consent uh, is key. How Do can a spear want things? Ah, magic is alive, some say. So I wouldn't be too surprised. Do an investigation check, Stag. Well. Okay. What? Uh, it's the, guess uh, not, even though it was only plus one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a silver ring uh, with a black inlay, uh, and on what you would imagine the crown of the ring is, is a tiny six pointed snowflake. Hmm. That Curious. sounds nice. He's gonna hold it up in his hand and mm-hmm. say, mm, "Interesting." Mm. Would you like me to inspect it, Stag? Oh. I know a bit about magic if it does happen to be enchanted in some way. Sure. All right. Uh, 18 Arcana. 18 Arcana. It's definitely magical. All right. The uh, You're not totally sure what kind of magic it is. But it seems to be some kind of movement spell. Hmm. Like in the same vein as Misty Step and Teleport and all of that. Alright. Oh. It seems it's definitely magical stag, and it seems to aid in movement in some kind of way, but I couldn't tell you for certain how. And I'll hand the ring back. Hmm. I think that's for another day. Yeah, I don't think I'll just... we're in a position to be playing around with these things. What do yeah. you do with the spear, though? Oh. I mean, I oh. if it's made of the same material as this knife, and this is from the cult, it's bound to have a lead to something. Perhaps Can... we wrap it up and see if somebody can identify it. True, we still do have all that tapestry back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How fitting. Yeah. Uh, Foyster will go back and wrap this javelin up in some of the tapestries from the first little room. Okay. I imagine that uh, since Steg didn't actually see it, Yora's like, it was so cool! He fucking, like, Bull rode him instead from the noggin. Yeah. <laughs> what is a bull? Retelling. Yeah. Of- yeah. Yours is, is describing how the how the, the aspect was defeated. 
as she's totally hiding everybody up. She's practicing for when they tell Barn eventually. I was about to say. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, can I do an investigation check on the ashes to see if anything else was he carrying anything else? Any identifying objects? Sure. Anything like uh, that? It's not going to be too hard. You're you're going to be uh, you're going to sift through it. Mm-hmm. And not really find anything else. Huh. Mm. This is so weird. I'm gonna find whoever the the leader Noel and see if he knows who this guy was. Uh when you do, he just kind of shrugs, says Did not mean to catch kind of Accidental, to be honest. Where did you catch him? He stumbled into chasm. We catch. Try to eat. Gross. Maybe no. Still have standards. Mm. That's the best thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Uh, I'll go back how, to... uh, and Yor will wiggle, wiggle her fingers how dark was he when he arrived the same oh okay thank you his face reminded me a bit well, of the uh, cult people didn't it ah, this, is, this is exactly a La Vista situation here But I wonder just if that's why there, he... like nodding, like he knows who Levistus is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's some. I wonder if that's why it. he fell apart when I cast my healing magic on him. That could be. Maybe the Levistus, the cult of Levistus people, don't react well to Saloon's magic. Maybe. I was or he could be. You have already been marked. You also have been marked, apparently. Ah, we're just, and, and Yor will, like, you know, pull her shirt up a little bit more. We don't have to literally talk about that right now. We've, <laughs> we've all got issues, Yora, don't worry. Yeah. I would like to, uh, you know what, to be fair, since you brought it up, I would like to, to find out a little bit more about the cult at some point. Because it's kind of like I have this ticking time bomb on my chest. And I don't like that. I can imagine. La Vistis. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> La Vistis. <laughs> oh, boy. But I do think that finding the cult again uh, would be a good priority of ours. And I feel like up north of Ten Towns might be housing some information. I also have somewhere I'd like to look in the north. Ah, uh, convenient. That wouldn't also happen to be where the ragged barbarians live, would it? They also do live up north. 
It is mm -hmm. northeast. Well, then it sounds kind of like we have a have a direction, depending on where the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine about as south as you can be and still call it Ten Towns. <laughs> no, we're out of Ten Towns. It's probably still Icewind Dale, though. Maybe. I don't Who's know. to say? Well, whatever well, it can, is, I want to get out of this leave. cave. Yes. Let's go. I would like to leave now. So you, you guys can make your way up to that northernmost passage? Yep. In this room are rotten crates and torn sacks that are strewn across the floor. Uh, the um, ceiling is eight feet high. It's mostly empty. Uh, you can tell that these are supplies that were stolen from traders from tent towns. And used for like to be consumed by the gnolls. Hmm. Work. On the far end is a tunnel, a small tunnel about crawling height that leads up. Oh, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, please. Finally. <laughs> uh, you guys enter the tunnel on your hands and knees and crawl for some time. And eventually you pop up uh, in the middle of uh, nowhere, basically. <laughs> the towering mountains of the spine of the world are behind you. And the and before you to the north is Icewind Dale. And as you step out into this moonlit night, a wind begins to swirl around you. Getting hefty heavier and heavier. And the sound oh. of distant derasive last laughter echoes across the the snowy tundra and you are teleported what <laughs> what Fuck. what you, fi you find yourself you find yourself on a steep cliff on the lip at the lip of a cave with a howling wind around you in the middle of the night. In the distance, you see underneath the glowing moon, you see what look like two birds flying. And very quickly, as they approach and get larger, you realize it's two white dragons flying straight towards you. And that's when we're in our session. Oh, what? No! It's, what? It's, it's just one thing after <laughs> no. another. It's just one thing after another now. <laughs> I, I want to go. Where I don't even have a home. It? I want to go home. You guys want a beach episode? Get in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you. Um, Bother him. Send him messages on social media. Fiora <laughs> just wants to take a bath. <laughs> 
that's their uh, their beach episodes are actually like ski lodge episodes, where they where they just go back to uh, to buried treasures and take baths and hang out in the hot springs and drink, <laughs> and stop the trade caravan from the south that's coming to take over the rec center. <laughs> the rec center. Oh. <laughs> Uh, guys, plug your pluggables. Oh, boy, if you want to see some sleepy, sleepy animals and offer support in these trying Dungeons and Dragons times of one dungeon after another and now dragons being introduced, follow me on Instagram at Authorized Entry. We did it. We, got <laughs> we had the dungeon. And the dragon in one And now we have the dragon. Back to back, no less. It's a game. rest. Oh. Uh, you can find me at Canis on Instagram. You can find me also at Brutal Critical Official on Instagram. And Brutal underscore Critical at, uh, on Twitter. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash tpkg. Uh, where we have a bunch of extra stuff. We've got a lot of stuff to release in 2022. We're very happy to bring you a lot more uh, branching storylines as well as Fun little one shots, uh, us playing video games sometimes. But I also very happy to announce that there are two campaigns in the work, in the works, uh, from our own. One of which from Sam, that's me, for his his directorial debut, Jordan Proctor. It's not (laughs) gonna be like a whole campaign. It's gonna be like a multi shot. Yeah. It's very episodic. Very yeah, mon- it's, I've got some ideas already to make very it. Very Monster of the Week. We, we've got a while for that one. Uh, yeah, we got like so a much, year. Before yeah, that's not so much Sam's. Sam's uh, might be ready sooner than we think. Sam's going to be ready here pretty quick. And then I'm we're just going to... Which is, which is fantastic because your boy, your illustrious DM, will be playing... He will be in his life. intentionally making whoever runs the game's life as difficult Miserable. <laughs> as his purpose as a player and a DM. He will lose illustriousness, but gain stalwartness. Yeah. And, you know, who's to say which is stalwart? You do get to be stalwart. I may lose my luster, but I become stalwart. <laughs> You're like a the truth. diamond turning into a really thick piece of coal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm. Like a piece of amber like turning that. into just like a piece of hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> For more stupid things like that, find me on Twitter. <laughs> at Gordon is the name. I found you, Gordon is my name. But you're in Scotland, so you'll have to stay over there. <laughs> where you belong (laughs) I can't afford to go over there yet but maybe we'll hang out one day (laughs) just stay put I'll get to you eventually yeah Gordon's (laughs) chilling in a hot tub five five feet apart because they're not gay I don't know he might be hey maybe yeah we don't know what we don't know anything about this guy so don't make assumptions Scottish Gordon, if us. you're gay, hit us up. Gordon is Scott. my name is gonna get like 30 followers one night, and he's gonna be like, "What the hell? 
He's gonna be so confused. He's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that I had more followers. <laughs> and wait to tell me a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, look! Babe, look! How'd they know? <laughs> How'd they know? I got 30 extra followers on Twitter. Ah, he knew. You can also find me on Instagram at unauthorized entry where I shit post because I can. Oh, and boy. steal everything that Sam's, Sam makes. And I need very bad. I need so again. bad. I haven't posted in like a month. Sam, that means I, did... I haven't posted in a month. <laughs> yeah. I just checked to go and post, and apparently someone tried to log into my account from Ukraine. Oh. Uh, is there a Sam oh. in Ukraine that we need to go fight? That's Gordon oh. is the name. Oh. <gasps> Gordon you is scoundrel. The <laughs> I log into uh, authorized entry. <laughs> I make <laughs> shitty pet posts. You can see I was allowed because entry is authorized. Last thing I do before I get invaded by Russia. <laughs> Ooh, way to timestamp this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're listening to this and we are and they've already in Russia's already invaded Ukraine, we timestamped ourselves. <laughs> uh Sav. Savvy Sav. Woo! Um and uh if you want to find Savannah in the United States, who is gay, um uh, you can find her at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-S-A-V on Instagram. And my plug for the week is to treat your friends with something nice this week. Something that's really sweet and special for them, whether it's like cookies or a gift or a night out or a beach episode, whatever you can really do for your friends, you should do it. <laughs> make a terrarium for someone. You can make it in your backyard. They're easy and fun. Don't, Sorry, I've been really into terrariums recently. Let, a, yeah, you let, let your players have a beach episode. It's really fun. <laughs> just, you know, if, if there's something sweet that you can do. <laughs> Don't fucking come at me like that. You get dragons or you get nothing. Uh, <laughs> I liked the void better. I'll take nothing. Thank you. <laughs> I want to go, go back to the battle void. You know, the river Styx was pretty neat. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think I'm going to see it again. Yeah. Uh... That's our episode, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we love you. We, we miss you every time we have to go. But for now, remember to take care of yourselves. And as always, keep on rolling. See you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.